You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Yep. Love it with some passion. Rubber band and the money that keeps stacking. Got a honey who come with a leap fashion. She too fine, I tell her that thing magic. You ain't a hustler, you broke, well, that seems tragic. Got a catch in the field like deep passes. I tell her, plug if it's sticky, then please bag it. I need the best cause I grew up with me madness. Uh, need a Matt Burgundy Mercy. Jewelry so heavy it might hurt me. Smoke an extra kill, that extra seal. Whoa. Buffalo money need extra bills till I'm eating so much I got a breakfast deal I put Mom's on vacate with Bob Marley State Racing all the homies in that Audi R8 place Got an out of state name Going hard to my tour just foreign My dude here all bro Poe and you are listening to the Buffalo Rumblers Vic has feed man What it do baby Yo yo how you been how you Hey doing? man hey dang on cap I got the flu your boy got the flu. I sound I sound like a 70-year-old smoker, bro. I ain't gonna cap. <laughs> it sounds horrible. But you know what? I had to I had to come on here tonight because we gotta talk about Sunday. Well, Russ is gonna join us uh, a little bit later in the show. So it's gonna be a good show tonight. Oh, it's gonna be an A1 show. I'm excited. Uh I, I can't wait to speak with Russ. Uh, I know he was talking a lot before that game, so I'm excited to get into these cowboys. I'm also excited to get into like the the playoffs and and, and what we got to do, what what other teams are looking like, and uh, the final stretch here. So, I'm yeah, excited. yeah, no, we should talk. We should talk about that because I think those are very valid, important points um, currently. So, if let's just play a little where we stand right now, where we stand right now, according to the New York Times playoff simulator. Now, you know, any show you're listening to, even the, the mainstream media guys, are they reference this uh, website and this playoff simulator machine. Um, you know, it's not always 100% accurate, but it definitely gives you, a, you know, it plays out so many different scenarios, right? And so this is probably about as good as you're going to get. But right now, it has the Buffalo Bills. Win, if we Let's see, if we win the Chargers game, you know, let's just start right now. Right now, we have a 70% chance to make the playoffs. 70%. It's much better than the 14 it was at a week ago. Right, right, <laughs> right. It was like 14%, 15%. Um, yeah, and so now we have 70%. And if the Bills were to somehow win, well, I say somehow. I mean, they're going to beat the Chargers, right? Easton Stick, come on, man. Like, quit playing with me. Um <laughs> That jumps up now. This is without any other games being played, but that jumps up to about seventy-seven percent with the win against the Chargers on Saturday night. So um, there's a lot that needs to take place, a lot that needs to happen. Some of the key matchups that we can look forward to um, this weekend. Uh, you got the Bengals at Steelers on Saturday. Um, that'll be a really good game. Uh, I mean, in terms of like if you're whoever you're rooting for, you probably need to root for the Steelers. Um, but Jake Brown has been playing pretty well, man. I can't. Can't hold nothing against him. Dude's been balling. 
Yeah. Um, you got the Colts at the Falcons, and did, did they? Desmond Ritter got benched again. You hear about this? Yeah, it's a revolving revolving door of quarterbacks over there. I'm not. I'm not too sure about the Falcons. I, I've actually had a conversation with some Falcons fans recently, and they just not really happy with the direction of the coaching staff and uh, and how that's been going on. So I, I think they need a new quarterback in there at some point, um, probably coming up. I, I'm not sure about the – I don't think they have the, the the wherewithal to beat the Colts here coming up. Hey, man, you, you know, one thing we've learned with this season, man, is like you just never know. You never know what's going to happen on any given Saturday or Sunday because this this season has been uh, wildly unpredictable. So many injuries and so forth. So um, other games to look at. Uh, let's see. If I'm not mistaken, they're starting Mason Rudolph too, uh, moving forward. Okay. Which is okay. Um, I I'm not sure how that's going to go. We we know what Mason Rudolph has, but the Drew Lock. I guess you just never know what that person is going to come out with if they have one game to turn up and, you know, we'll see. But. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Good point there. Um, we have the, let's see, you got the Browns at the Texans. That's another good game because the Texans are currently uh, in that wild card position. Uh, they won their game last week and, and you didn't expect to see that, but uh, look, they're, they're right there, you know? Yeah. Um you got in the Browns. So the Browns aren't going to win the AFC North. Obviously, we know that's going to belong to the Ravens. So the Browns in the Texas game, that's going to be probably the, the one that you're going to want to watch. It's um, nice because the Browns do play a lot of teams that we need to lose going forward. Uh-huh. And the Browns are going to be playing hard no matter what because they're not going to have that division locked up and they need the wild card spot. So um, I, we're big Browns fans, I feel, going forward. Yep. We're also <laughs> going to be big Cowboys fans this week. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Them boys. <laughs> Them boys gonna have to get it done, bro. Uh, at the Dolphins, man. You, you know, you this is one of them games you hope, like, okay, like whatever they was on, you know, on Sunday, man. They come in there and they like, you know, that get them boys ready to go because you know the Dolphins are gonna be able to test them Cowboys with the run. They're gonna have to be ready. So hopefully, you know, they got a little uh, jump start with the Bills and they can kind of maybe get out of some of those dime looks, heavy dime looks, and kind of figure it out. But um, I do think the way that the Cowboys play defense, um, it's a lot of speed on defense, and mm-hmm. so they might they might be able to match up pretty well with the Dolphins. Um, a lot of speed on offense. They kind of run a lot of trickery and not as much smash mouth. Yo, what up, Spence? Oh, look who it is. Yo. Look who it is. <laughs> What's what up, up, man? What, what up? Chilling, man. I was I was getting it. I was waiting patiently for the uh you know my man was gonna get at me from after the game we was on twitter talking he was just getting at me so i was waiting for that segment i didn't know when that was coming i was just waiting patiently for it that's all no, i thought you were gonna come in here and talking about the past and i just i don't like to bring that up so it's like it is what it is he, said he it just is wanted to know no, we were actually joking that Sunday I was actually for once really playing around because I had nothing to complain about. So I was joking about Gabe Davis not having any receptions and two targets Uh-oh. in the game where Josh Allen only had was seven completions. I was joking. I wasn't really serious. So I was just messing around. But but what's up, man? I miss y'all. I miss being on here with y'all. Hey man, you know you can come on here anytime you want, bro. Anytime, bro. We just anytime. be here chilling. How you doing? You good? Like, See that Arizona. I'm good. Crazy. You know what? No, I actually just had to take the gar- literally. I just had to take the garbage out, and this is the time of year where, when it gets dark, you start to get like just a little bit of chili. So yeah. I just threw it on, and I, that's all. But but yeah, chili in Arizona. I, I, you know, I, I run. It's chili for Arizona. It's not chili. 
It's like a good yeah. 64 brisk. Yeah. yeah something, something, something like something like. Well, it's uh it's cold here. It's cold in Colorado. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh hey, so hi real quick before you go though. How you feel about them bills? Get some cowboys. I we ain't haven't really talked about it. Okay, stay on. Stay on here. I'm around. I'm around. How you feel about that dub? Man, I'm look, I said all along if if they were able to win two out of those three games and that's exactly what they did. So they they didn't beat the Eagles, which I think they could have and and should have. Uh but they were able to beat the Chiefs and then they won mm-hmm. uh this past game. So I think I think the Buffalo Bills are doing everything that they need to do to fulfill J- Jeremy's, you know, script. And I think that they're on the path to do that and I think it's going to be fun to watch, man. This has been the most this is the most fun that I've had since like the beginning of the season is, you know, watching them the last few weeks and especially Sunday watching James cook, just, just run man. And, and huh. Josh not have to throw like how many times since, since you and I have even started doing podcasting together, like going back to the rumbling, I mean the fanatics days uh-huh. going back to then, like how many times have we talked about like just watching the game where Josh Allen doesn't have to be, Josh Allen like he doesn't have to be perfect and then somebody else does something other than Diggs yeah and now you actually get to see James Cook turn into a superstar in front of your eyes and he's doing it like each week he's getting better and better and better and we're doing this without even involving Diggs so then when the games come where we have to uh-huh. we know we can get the ball to Diggs when we need to. it's just an incredible feeling to like if it's I, f- I have optimism again I didn't yeah. have it three four weeks ago I didn't and I, and I have it again. So, yeah, I'm having fun. No, nah, man, you, you mentioned James Cook. Um, yeah, that's the first time that, you know, in recent memory that we've seen somebody else take over game on offense, right? I mean, and that's, to yeah. me, that's special. That's real special because, you know, there wasn't a lot of hoopla for James Cook at, when he was drafted in the second round by by most, by some. Um, and he's, you know, it, it may have taken a little while, you know, probably it shouldn't have to take this long, honestly. They should have played him a lot more last year, but I understand the circumstances and why they did what they did. But man, what a surprise he's been. Like, he's what second in the league in rushing, third in, in yards of scrimmage. I mean, this dude, he's balling out, and it's not like, oh, it's one game, he's been putting together a consistent string of games where you go, oh, yeah, he's getting it. I do gotta call you out, though. I gotta call Ooh. you out. Who? You, Sterling. No, you ain't calling nothing out. No, I got to call you out. I got to call you out. So so why Sterling was trying to front like, so after this game, Sterling <laughs> goes into the chat. We got this chat. And, and Sterling jumps in there. And he's like, see, I told y'all. I told I y'all from when he was drafted that he was RB1. Uh-huh. I sure okay. did. Okay. All right, Sterling. Like, let's let's relax. I sure you did. did not. You, you got sure an article. You got, you got receipts. You got receipts, my guy. I wasn't in those chats, but Sterling seemed nah. like the type that would have wanted a bigger back, wanted a bigger back and a heavy like run downhill four yards. Like that's the type of uh, back I feel like. Sterling I just wanted an efficient back, bro. I just need an efficient <laughs> back. Now that you know that Kenneth Walker was they Kenneth Walker was that dude. I'm just saying, like, and, and, and you know, I'm gonna have to go on code of conduct to uh, state my point here. But I, feel, I just had to say because you didn't say RB one though. I'm not saying you didn't okay, say Cook okay. was good. Maybe not RB one. But if out of all the people you know, who was pounding the table for James Cook the most? Me. I, I will say that you wanted James Cook. You weren't upset that the Bills got him as opposed to Hall. I wanted Brees Hall. Most people I know wanted Brees Hall. You could be honest about that. You know, I made say, a mistake. 
cocaine's a hell of a drug. Steve. I don't think I don't think that would have been a bad pick either. But I mean, not necessarily yeah. a bad pick. When I say a mistake, you're right. I don't, I'm 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 saying yeah. that wrong because Brees no, Hall is still a mean. hell of a player. But I think I, I think for what the Buffalo Bills have become, for where we're going, the way the team is built, I think James Cook was the better of the two. For yeah. I, I love watching James yeah, Cook play, man. I, I love it, man. And this and offensive line, shout out to Joe Brady, oh my, because because Joe Brady has but, gotten hit J- J- Cook involved in a way that Dorsey wasn't yeah. even looking at, and. Yeah. And I don't know what made – if Joe had that in his back pocket or just if he brought it up to Dorsey Ooh. at some points and Dorsey never wanted to take it. But, I mean, he's a it's a threat that we just weren't using out of the backfield. And do I, I don't expect Cook to get 27 carries and go for 170 yards sure. a game. But, like, the fact that he's in the passing game, you have him moving around, um, running routes against linebackers, just taking care of matchups, like – that's a matchup difference right there. And Kincaid also a matchup difference. Like those are guys that if you put into certain situations, you could take advantage of. And um, the, oh, he, he wasn't, Dorsey wasn't doing that before. So it was a big shout out to Joe and what he's been doing with his offense um, as of late and recently. And so, last, we, and last point, I know Sterling got a, I know Sterling got a thing, so I'm sorry. The, the offensive line, like when you talk about this run game, like you have to talk about how like the offensive line dominated this week, man. Like it was like four point three or four point two yards before contact. So like just when you when you put that in perspective, like the Bills could have ran three plays in a row and got a first down just by James Cook going down when he was touched. That's yeah. incredible, man. Yeah, it is. So yo, like so shout out to like, look first of all, great game, James Cook. Two touchdowns, you killed it. That offensive line, man, like you, you got to that offensive line put on a clinic. And and you said this on Twitter, Spencer Brown, like, and and we said this before the season that he he might be one of the better run blocking alignment in our team. And we knew this, we knew that he had a that run blocking repertoire. We wanted to see him get better in the past, and he has. And and that's a big shout out. Spence thought he'd get better with his back healing up uh, early in the season, and um, I always thought he was one of the better run blockers as well. So like. It, shout out to Spencer Brown. He's kind of proved a lot of haters that one of them cut wrong. Uh, yeah. Throughout the season. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for where, and yeah. I feel like we had to go through whatever we did go through uh, previously to get here. And I'm happy with here. I so, love it though. I, love so it. I watched all 22 today. And uh, let me tell you, Spencer Brown's athleticism really showed up uh, in that yeah. game and the way he was pulling, getting around the edge. I mean, like, you know, when you have a ta- that tackle wrap play so that the, the the backside tackle comes to the strong side and you got to get there quick. And that dude, it was just it was poetry in motion, man. So big ups to uh, Spencer Brown, man. He he really uh, he, he he looked the part. But, uh, we, you know, you know, you know what else was killed? Them Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> we got my dog sports plug Russ in here now. Before you say anything, Russ, <clears throat> should Bill's Mafia everywhere should take a bow. And Russ will tell you that he is the honest, he is the honest Cowboys fan. He was the beneficiary of that shellacking, that ass whooping up in Buffalo. And I guess because of the rain, the Cowboys just didn't want to play. They didn't want to play. Oh, they wanted to play. It just didn't matter. No, no, no. You know, and, and, and I'll say it like this. Y'all, y'all got to start. Y'all got to start saying it like uh, like Juicy J. You got to start saying Bill's Mafia. 
Um, it's just live and like that. But but no, I, I you know, Poe and, and Sterling, you will have me you know, even though I did pick my team to show up, I did tell y'all they're gonna run into a buzzsaw. And y'all said they are, and I said if they don't come prepared, that's gonna get whooped. I mean, that bus gonna get whooped. So um no, y'all, y'all did y'all's thing. I, I was I wasn't to me it wasn't a it wasn't a matter of like as I said, we knew the Bills, like I said, I wasn't disrespecting y'all, are going to play very hard because y'all are in this situation. And Dallas walked in there like they just didn't know that. Um, they just walked in there like they didn't know. And and the curse of the run game working on us keeps popping up. And it's like we want to ignore it in Dallas, but it's here. Like we can be ran on pretty easily unless Demarcus Lawrence says no. And like certain games he's gonna he's not gonna be able to win out. So no, it's kudos to the Bills. Um I will say I think it's it's poetic justice that the Eagles lost. So I guess that's why I'm in a in a better mood um than I was on Sunday. Uh but no, nah, no, nah, the the Bills got something to prove. Um this in this time of football, y'all might agree. You know, Bill Parcells once said, you are what your record says you are. And this this age of football, that's not necessarily true. Um, because the Bills are going out here, they they just beat well, they just beat the Chiefs, they just beat the Cowboys, they should have beat the Eagles. The Eagles actually lucked out of a game against them. Um, so this is a team like you probably don't really want to play. Um, Lamar's probably looking back like, dang, there go my red golden carpet that was rolled out for me to get to the Super Bowl. Uh, and, and but y'all still gotta worry. Yeah, I mean y'all aren't gonna worry about him, but y'all know the Dolphins are lurking somewhere out there to be pesky trolls. So you know division foes mm. are division foes. You know how hey Sterling, you know I've been the one that said the Dolphins will be the ones to finish second in this division. I said at the beginning of the year, I was laughed at, scoffed at. And you still hey. laughed at. <laughs> I, I mean, the Bills fans. What can I say? And my team got hey. squashed. Hey, but it, it feels good. It feels good to be on no, the side. Game. No, yeah, it was a good, it was a good game for us for sure. Like I don't know, you know what what y'all was up to. Like first of all, Michael Parsons. He he got to be quiet now. Michael Parsons got to be quiet, bro. It, it's time to be quiet. But I think I think you guys can tell him to be quiet because as the Cowboys are mocked for losing, y'all's quarterback is mocked the same way for anything he does wrong. Sure. Like, anything he does wrong is, oh, my God, look at him. He thinks he's great, and he just messed up. So y'all would have the right to say, like, man, Micah big. But Micah is right, though. Like, we're one of those teams. Like, Philly lost last night in horrible fashion, and today they're just like, oh, Philly lost. If Dallas would have done that and had the division wrapped up and would have tumbled like they're tumbling, it would be the worst tumble in the history of the NFL, and it would be on the mm-hmm. front page news. But um, but it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, we'll, well take it. We'll take it. Yeah. No, nah, you ain't got no choice. Poe. Now. You don't. You don't. <laughs> Poe. Poe got we, some we stuff. Know. He 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 been texting me all day saying he, he got some stuff to get off his chest. Okay. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to get a flow to Poe real quick so he can let you know. <laughs> no, all I said was, I, I told you Dak is not that. And not against our defense anyways. Dak is not going to sit there and throw the ball 40 times and win a football game against us. And so, like. This is what I said at the beginning is if we put them in a one-dimensional situation where they're going to have to throw the ball over and over again, this is no fly zone over here when when, when you want to throw the ball 35 to 40 times. It's yeah. not it's not a it's not a winning uh thing in Buffalo. And so um I, I thought if Pollard could get going, like it might be a rough like and and he did not. He, did <laughs> he not. was stuck I mean, on the first. We <laughs> said this though. We did yeah. you did say that. And I told you, I said I'm not gonna disagree with you about y'all secondary. We need Pollard to step it up. Dowd to step it up in, then y'all's line held that down. It was it was a it was a butt kicking from 
the line of scrimmage from start to finish on both sides of the ball by the Buffalo Bills. I'm going to blame, blame your tight end coach. Stop putting our faces on your on your little dummies over yeah. here. Yeah. That shit ain't gonna fly. So, he, he, he had a Boyer and uh, the entire game. Stop putting our faces on the little dummies over there. Who do you have on the Boyer and uh, Ben Dotson? Dotson had his best Tyler game Dotson. as linebacker. Yeah, game, so. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna do that, then you gotta show up. Yeah, yeah. You gotta show up. Yeah, we did so not. let me ask y'all a question was, real quick. Let me ask y'all a question. That was, a, um, that was <clears throat> The MVP race is is coming down to the final three weeks. Um, right now, you got Brock Purdy's probably the front runner. Um, Josh Allen's sitting at fourth. Dak is at third. Um, I would probably venture to say what Christian McCaffrey is in there somewhere. Like, is in the odds? Are you going by? The yeah, odds yeah, just okay. just the odds. What? Who's two? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I have to. I have to. This is just off off the rip. Um, is it Jackson. Spence probably looking it up right now. <laughs> I'm about to look it up because Tyreek, it, it right? actually sounded Tyreek, well, it sounded off too because Josh was sixth when I looked um earlier. Not is fourth, he sixth? So. Okay. Either way, it's Tyreek, Brock, CMC, uh, and then Josh is in the top six somewhere. Okay, Josh is five now at twelve hundred. Okay, he's fifth. Uh, so first is Brock, second is Lamar, Dak is third, Lamar. and McCaffrey is fourth. It's wide open then. Sterling, <laughs> you know. So who? who, who Sterling, you know who's win, who's winning MVP is the question. Now Josh mm-hmm. Allen ain't he ain't gonna win it unless he he's got to throw for five touchdown passes in the next three games. Like like. Each game, I'm not, or I'm have not or, sure I don't that. think so. I just think the Bills have, have to win. win. Go yeah. ahead, Spence. What now? Just have to win. Well, I was. I think that me and Jeremy agree. I just think, just think the Bills have to win. I don't even think he has to throw. He doesn't have to even have, go out there and have a phenomenal game. He had. Just, we just have to win. And the Buffalo, like this week, there's no way that this game can can be close. We have to dominate this team that doesn't have Justin Herbert. Like we, it just has to happen. And if we don't, then okay, he probably won't win MVP. But I, mm. I think. I think it's going to be Brock Purdy just because the team he's in the best situation. I don't think he's the best player by any means, not even close, but I think he's in the best situation. And I think his numbers are going to continue to be that. And it is a quarterback. It's a quarterback award. I would give it to McCaffrey, to be honest with you, if I'm going to give it to anybody off the 49ers, that's <laughs> like, fair. That's just me. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's going to be Purdy. My, my perspective on the MVP race like this late in the season that nobody has taken it already. It's not like a far gone conclusion yet. It's just going to be about who builds the best narrative. And so for Josh, the only narrative he needs to build win is that he can win games. That's the only narrative he needs to build. So if he wins out and he wins the East and we dominate the two teams we need to dominate. And then we, even if we barely beat the Dolphins, we beat them. Like that's all Josh has to do is win football games. I feel like going forward to win yep. the MVP or to at least have a shot at it. Um, if anybody from the Niners should win it or will win it, in my opinion, it's got to be CMC and Brock Purdy knows that. So I just feel like Brock's going to push that narrative that CMC should get it. Um, so I, if I had to guess, it would be CMC or or Josh, if Josh mm-hmm. ends up winning out. Russ? You know I'm going to say Lamar Jackson about to snag it. Dak had his shot. Wait, but here I, I know, Poe. And I don't even want to be like, no, Poe, you're wrong. Because the minute I say that, the football guys are like, ha, gotcha again. You're going to lose. <laughs> but no, I, I think that really, guys, like, you know the game coming up on Christmas. Mm-hmm. If he wins this game, wins the AFC North, and is out there in the playoffs, has his team in good position, you know, how could you take it? Like, it was in Dak's hands, but after y'all shellacked this, I believe it's no longer. 
unless he does something miracle, but it's no longer a possibility for him. And you're looking at the one guy that I like, I agree with you, Poe. Like Josh Allen balls out. Like it's, it's going to be one of those things where it's like, huh, this team is struggling and this man, this man pulled him out the mud. But at the same time, y'all found the key to running the ball with Cook. So is he going to get that many more opportunities to do so? And then you look at Lamar and it's like every game continue forward. We saw it Sunday night. It's him. Like it is even when they even though they have better players and it's a bet and it's a better team, it's him. And you know how I feel about him, Sterling. Like I, I think this is his year to take another MVP. This is also probably his year to go to Super Bowl. I feel like the narrative with you. like the narrative with Lamar though is is different with Josh. Josh puts up numbers week to week, regardless of win or lose, he's gonna he puts up generally. And so mm-hmm. he didn't have he didn't put up numbers last game, but we won. So he doesn't need to put up numbers per se he just needs to win these next few games because that's the narrative the narrative with Lamar is he needs to throw for like a couple games of 300 here going forward and he needs to be the reason they win these games because as of right now his numbers aren't that great and I mean they're great but they're not that great to where like MVP and so I feel like he needs to win and he needs to be the reason they win for him to get that nudge ahead of Josh and ahead of CMC as the MVP. Cause I feel like the Niners are going to walk away with that. I mean, they're going to win these games going forward and they may even sit the last game. So it'll be hard to like judge that. So I feel like whoever could create the best narrative going forward of, of, Josh pulled his team out the mud with with wins and that's all he really needs to do. You make the playoffs boom, or especially if you win the division, like that's, you win the division after where we were at, and Josh is the catalyst behind that. It'll be hard to not give it to him. Yeah, no, I, I mean, you know, that's believable. It's yeah, it's I mean, it's not, it's not, it's, it's not wrong. I think Lamar has a good shot. Um, and, what's yeah. the general consensus on Brock Purdy though? Because you know he's a guy that you know he, he people don't people aren't giving him any respect or much respect. You know, like when we talk even on the show when we talk about Brock Purdy, we talk about Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle and Ayuk and and uh Debo Samuel. Can, can, um, I, can I say go ahead. like yeah I was just gonna say like and I think y'all agree like Brock I'm we're sorry but we can't give you all the credit dude like you play with you play with the Miami Heatles like you you literally have like a top you have a top five receiver whether people want to believe it or not Two of them actually, stat wise, and Ayuk. You have a top five receiver. You have a, a receivers. You have a running back that is just <laughs> gonna be Hall of Fame forever remembered. You know what I'm saying? Your coach, your coach is one of the best coaches whose dad created possibly the best coaching tree that has ever been created with all the branches that he has from his son to Kubiak, Mike McDaniel's. The way that they run their system, I, it's just it's just very hard to just look at Brock Purdy and say, dude, we we know that we're not saying that you're not good at football, but we know that the reason why you're putting all some of these stats up is because you can throw the ball to 19 and he's gonna look at the Eagles and what do he say on TV and more speed. Like he out of, <laughs> out of nowhere, Christian McCaffrey takes the first run 70 yards. You know what I'm and saying? Like you one of the best defense in, in in football as well. So like the, the way we look at Brock is the way I looked at Jalen Hurts last year. And now you're seeing what Jalen Hurts can look like when he doesn't have that defense behind him that's mm-hmm. that's keeping him in. When the offensive line isn't really getting the push that they were getting last year and you're running the ball down people's throats. And don't get me wrong, the Eagles are still good, but nobody looks at Jalen Hurts right now as, a, as an MVP or, or as the catalyst of that team right now. And that's the same th- – 
I'm going to give that same thing to Brock Purdy because Brock Purdy is in that same situation that Jalen was in last year. Yeah. So I'm not, I can't, I can't, I can't just give you the MVP because you went on a team that's dynamic like that with a great defense and you're, and you're balling out. Don't get me wrong, but you kind of have to be the reason to yeah. ball out for you to get the MVP. Go ahead, Spence. I agree with, I agree with all, like, like everything that y'all saying is right. I just, I feel like the way the voters go and the way everything is going to go is is like you mentioned earlier. It's about narrative, and and the narrative yeah. right now is that the best team in the league, or probably just the NFC, but I say the league. Their quarterback is a guy that doesn't turn it over a lot. They don't lose a lot because of him, um, and he makes the right throw. And even though I agree with again, I agree with what both of you are saying first of all i really agree with what russ said i will give it to lamar jackson i think what we've seen him do throughout the the entire season with the injuries to his running backs the injuries to his wide receivers the injuries to you know mark andrews is gone mm-hmm. like like when you when you just talk about the injury after injury after injury and then yeah. he still has his team in position to have the number one seed in the afc he's like he's killing it like and yeah. I, I get it he doesn't have the 350 yard passing but then you add in the 70 yards rushing and touchdown there like you add in all of these things and to me lamar jackson probably should be the most valuable player but it's gonna be Brock Purdy. He don't turn the ball over, man. It, it I'm, watch. I, I'll be I'll be willing to put some money on, money on that one, man. I, I'll be put, willing to bet it. Oh, okay. that's just how the voters go. Yeah, no, yeah, and I agree I with you. So let's Purdy. let me tell you what Brock Purdy's stats are right now. So he he's uh, second in the league in passing, uh, three thousand seven hundred ninety five. He leads the league in yards per attempt at nine point nine yards per attempt. That's crazy. Um, and he has uh, twenty nine touchdowns and uh, seven picks. So. He has a hundred and he leads the league and uh passer rating right now. So uh and probably uh QBR. So he's having a good year. I mean, he in that system, that system really boosts him. And I would say the same for Tua. That system is mm. what makes the and they're playing in the same system. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That the same yeah. system and they're putting up very similar numbers. But did they say the same things about both of them? Yeah, they say the exact when we look at two, it's exact like, yeah, thing. he's dead. Yeah, he's deadly accurate, but he gets to throw to the fastest thing that has ever played football. And and possibly one of the and Waddle's not a, not a slouch either. This is the fastest Dude. thing whenever. You know what I'm saying? So Could you like, imagine? And I'm, and I'm happy now with Joe Brady and Buffalo. Yeah, but just sure. just imagine yeah, yeah, for yeah, a yeah. second a talent of Josh Allen with like a Steph Diggs. Like just imagine like this offense with that type of scheme like yeah. where you have those guys getting open you have the you're able to do the things with digs that you do with uh Houston with Debo. Well. Uh, like come on man like and and now that we've seen what we've done with james cook and i'm not saying exact offense but i'm just right, saying right. like the creativity of it what we've seen with seen with james cook do that what what we've seen with mccaffrey with yes. cook man like he's able to come out the backfield and be just as dangerous as he is as a running back. So yeah. I don't know. I just, I would, I would just love, again, I'm happy with Joe Brady now, but that, yeah. that scheme, man, like, like I'm with y'all, man. He's Steve Kerr in 96 on the bulls. Yeah. Like all he has to do is go out there and every once in a while hit the one shot that yeah. he's open for. He ain't got to do nothing else. Cause Jordan and Pippen and he hit the shot. Yeah. The you shot. know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, <laughs> what can you tell him? He's like, Robert yeah. it's like... <laughs> does anybody know how many MVPs Pat has? Who? Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes. Two, 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 three. I think two. So I here's here's another like, and this might suck for Lamar. Do you really think they're gonna give Lamar without him running away with it to tie Pat Mahomes with MVPs? No, like not. that, that, that the, the, it's hard because when there's nobody that's running away with it, they're gonna give it to somebody that they want to be the face. This is why I do think Josh <laughs> is gonna be, be the guy to win it. 
And I don't oh. think so. Like I think Josh, Josh has been pushed by the NFL, and don't and, and I rightfully so. He's a great kid, great dude. He doesn't. Yeah. I mean, he and I just feel like if there's no runaway winner and Josh wins out this year, it'll be really hard for me to sit here and say they don't want Josh to win the MVP. Yeah, I, I mean that's that's an that's an idea. Here's another one for you. And I I, um, I, I can't hold up, hold up. So you look at TV markets. TV market plays a big, big deal in NFL in terms of persuasion. So I think if you want to put up somebody from the AFC, you probably want to go Josh, even though he's in a small market, but he's so marketable and brandable. On the yeah, West Coast, yeah. Brock Purdy is probably your guy. San Francisco is a mega TV market. So much business goes yeah. on on that side of the country. I think, you know, if it's if, if Josh falters in some way and Purdy is not, you know, it's not the same, I really do think it's, it might be between those two guys. TV markets are crazy. I agree that Lamar, in in terms of should he win it, I think mm-hmm. Lamar should win it. Should win it. But, Most valuable to his team this year, sure. But with what all bro Poe was saying, yeah, I'm I'm in full agreement that um, I would love for it to be a Josh Allen, you know. And I, what? I, I, yeah, I would love for it to be a Josh Allen. Yeah. And I'll, I'll ask you this, though. Did we not say the same thing the first time Lamar won it? He did unprecedented. Nah, he killed it. He killed it. No, 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 no. I'm saying no, but, but I'm, I know, but I'm saying when it was coming down and he was doing all these things, people were still doubting it because of Lamar Jackson, just the way he does it. I think, I just think he's so dynamic. He gonna do something down the stretch. I agree. And this, agree. And, and I will tell y'all this. I will tell y'all this. It's it's going to depend on this Christmas Day game. So our Christmas Eve game, the game against the 49ers. Sure. Play. No, it's him and Brock. So, yeah, it's him and Brock. Yep. When when he plays that game, if he's if he is like you said, if Josh is the reason, if he does hides the moment, quote unquote, if he does if he does something in this game that just flips the game on his head, and he does some Lamar Jackson like last Sunday when he did when he escaped the pocket and threw it deep to likely, and it was like, what's going on, man? Like that's not fair. Like if he does some things like that and they're able to go through and and uh, go through with the victory against San Francisco, I don't know, man. It's gonna be hard to give it to anybody else, but. If they lose, then pull your door still open. But I really believe if Lamar Jackson and he's always the reason they win. So if they win this game against, they got to win. Also, their offense got to go crazy in my against a good night defense. Can I ask you this question? And Lamar, can I ask you this question now? Here now, Brock. Now here's Brock's got to go hard and like throw a lot, throw a lot. But Lamar could literally like, uh, like Spence, right? Um, mm-hmm. Spencer, right? Like Spencer said, yeah. like he adds on that rushing attack. Lamar may not pass for a whole lot of yards, but what if he goes out there and runs for like a buck fifty or something, or goes and runs for like a hundred yards? If he does that against the Niners, it's over. No, you know what I'm saying? And scores and scores like two or three touchdowns with his feet. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, like a oh 20 my to 17 God. game and, and him walk away. You don't from think a if he does that? Game, he needs to score 30, in my opinion, going for if Josh if, if the, here's here's the, the debate I'm having. If Josh finishes the last seven games of scoring 30 plus points. Regardless of who was the reason he scored, now Lamar doesn't need to throw for three hundred, but he needs to score a lot of points, and it needs to look like the offense is the reason that they won the football game. It needs to look okay. the perception of so, the game needs to be Lamar took over the game, and and he was the reason that they won the football game. It can't be a defensive performance. I mean, or it could I be mean, a moment. It could be a moment too. It could be. It could come down to like you know if because even if it's a low scoring game, if it's one of those games where the 49ers take the lead and you got three minutes left and Lamar gets the ball, 
Drive you know, down. and it's like, okay, mm-hmm. you got it. You got a two minute drill. Like if Lamar yeah. Jackson yeah. does this on Monday Night Football against the San Francisco, you know what I mean? Like the drama. Christmas Eve, Christmas. Yeah, you know on Christmas saying? Day. Like, yeah, like, so I mean, like, it could be something like that. It could be like the Chiefs Bill game, and like it might be great on Christmas, but whoever it, whoever has the the best story at the end of the season, and now we play the Dolphins the last game. And so we have true. one of the bigger games yeah, in the, the last no, week. That. So the recency bias is going to be like, okay. And even with Tyreek, if Tyreek hits that 2000 last game and, and, and if that game is close and the Dolphins end up doing whatever, like he could end up popping up and grabbing something at some point. Like it'll but be interesting. Is, the is the voting the really baddest? Well, I'm sorry. Is the voting really done? that late though like i feel like a lot of times like almost every year i feel like when the award is discussed afterwards it's like well mm-hmm. it's not it, like the the award is pretty much decided by week such as and like every mm-hmm. year we always mm-hmm. end up having that conversation now we're talking about it in advance and it's like we got a couple weeks left is it really going to go to like week like the final this game one. of the season i this think one. it might because there's I nobody that dominated that yeah that scene. If if They're it was foregone, Pat Mahomes winning it, foregone conclusion. They probably mm-hmm. put their votes in. It was done. Nobody's thinking about it. But there's nobody that I mean, like there's nobody in a narrative stance that has run away with this award. Yeah, so like they might go to. I mean, the last game recency bias. Josh comes out 350 yards against the Dolphins. It might be done. <laughs> All right. So, but, but I will say this. I will say this though, and I'll, and I'll let you go. Sir, my bad. Beating the bullies on the block is going to mean something. If he's able, all we hear, and we talk about how the media is all driving this, all we hear the media is the 49ers, the 49ers, 49ers, and rightfully so, because they're smashing everybody, but 49ers, 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 so if they go out here and Lamar's able to beat the 49ers, I think mm-hmm. even though you, I, I think you're right about recency bias, and if Josh goes out there, they're still going to look back and say, he beat the 49ers. Like, mm-hmm. he did that. You know what I'm saying? And Josh already beat the Dolphins. We already know y'all got that. Y'all could beat them. It's just a matter of if y'all will beat them. It's kind of like the yeah. Philly Dallas effect. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's just your division opponent. You guys got to go out there and get it done. But Lamar versus you're not. They don't play often. AFC NFC clash. Yeah, it's, it's a great game. It's a great game. Yeah. It's gonna be really good. Um, while we're talking about narrative and, and media being the the force and the backbone and a lot of these uh these narratives being driven, I don't know if you guys have noticed uh the conspiracy that the Super Bowl logo and the colors of it. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of that conspiracy. Yeah. Okay, hold on. I'm going somewhere with this. So it recently <laughs> changed. It recently changed to blue and red. And, yeah, and we know we know who who's blue and red around here. You know, them boys in blue, not the cowboys. It was purple it? bills. Well, it's uh, you go check it out. They yeah, it, it? it's it's oh, red and blue, man. buddy. It's it's a lot of blue, little shades of red in it. Now, I let me I say all that to say this. We're talking about <laughs> best teams in the league okay who and I'm, i'll start with spence we'll go to russ and then we'll end with you poe who is going to represent the afc and the nfc in the super bowl who who you got right now based off of play who you got based off of play i'm going right now i'm going the game that we're going to watch monday night for monday night football i'm going to go to the um ravens and the 49ers hmm. oh you think the Ravens are going to get in the playoffs? Okay. Okay. That's good. Russ? No, they'll absolutely get in the playoffs, but I think that... Yeah. What was that, 2012? <laughs> what are you talking about? When they, play, when they played, the last Super Bowl they played, was that 2012? Lights out. Uh, the lights out? 13? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 2012, 13? Oh, yeah, the Harbor Bowl. Um, okay. 
by play. Sorry, honest Dallas, Dallas Cowboys fan. By play, NFC's 49ers. I don't see anything but like Jesus coming down and touching someone's leg and making it break again before they lose because it's just unstoppable. Um, in the AFC, um, even though you guys are playing really well, I really do think that even if, I mean he may not get it done. I think this is the year that Lamar Jackson really has a chance to get it done. Um, so I guess I echo. I echo, but you're asking by play. So like those two teams are just, so I have to agree with Spence. Like you can't, I, y'all, y'all have my hat, but just by the way they're playing, there's only a couple teams that I would put in that slot. Okay. Um, but I have to go with the same thing that Spence said. I have to go with the, the Ravens and the 49ers okay. as well. Po? Watch the team. Be so, the game so hard because <laughs> we're not in the playoffs yet. And so yeah. it's hard. Like if we, if, if I knew for sure, like, if I, if I, I'm, I'm going to stand on the fact that I believe we're going to make the playoffs, I don't think there's a team that could beat us in the playoffs. So, like, I don't think the Ravens are better than us. I don't think – I think we actually play extremely well against the Ravens. Um, so, I I would say Bills-Niners if we get in, and I would also say Chiefs-Niners if we don't get in. I think the Chiefs still find a way to pull it out um, oh, against, a, against a Lamar Jackson team. I just I, – I can't I, – I haven't seen Lamar win in the playoffs. And so – He's actually struggled heavily when he's gotten into the playoffs, and I know Pat Mahomes can win, so I it's hard for me to to go against that. So if if we made the playoffs, I would say Bills Niners. If we don't make the playoffs, I would say Chiefs Niners. Can I ask you a question? I just don't trust them. Can I? I just want to ask Paul this question because I, I I can't argue with that. You're right about Patrick Mahomes, but he's never played away from home. So what's going to happen when he goes? I've seen him go on the road and and throw for forty. So I with no receiving. I'm saying no. I'm saying he has never had to take the road through the playoffs out of Kansas City. So, do you think if he goes up to the wire, he'll just it's just gonna be hunky dory? It's gonna be his. It's because more than likely he does. Yeah, I'm at. Yeah, I love the show. My bad. <laughs> uh, we went to Baltimore. We we went to Baltimore and and it wasn't in the playoffs, but it, we we played Baltimore at home in the playoffs. We played Baltimore every year over the last three years, and they got one. I think. 21 to 14 and ever since then they haven't been able to do anything in the playoffs or close to the playoffs um, when it comes down to it because teams play Lamar in a four rush you quarterback spy when you get to the playoffs and you make him beat you with his arm and he doesn't in the playoffs and so it's it's hard for me to to say when he hasn't shown me anything in the playoffs and Pat Mahomes has and I go with the better quarterback so and I'll say this though for the first time it's crazy that you bring these two up for the first time though the receivers are switched too because Lamar used to have Poochies at receivers. That, that was and now, you know what I'm saying? He didn't, you know what I'm saying? And now Mahomes got Poochies. So it's kind of like, and I, I, I think, you know, I'll let Spencer go up this. I think we can go, you can go back and forth, but I really think people are downplaying how much it's going to mean not being an arrowhead. I think that's going to mean a lot. Because not the playoffs are a way different animal uh, than the regular season. And I think you catch the Ravens flock out there, and then it's cold. I know it's cold in Kansas City, but it's cold. That, that water coming off that lake, what is it, the Potomac or whatever, the DMV rocking. They're they going to be playing that music. What's that music they be playing with the, with the encore, drums? Encore, baby. Go-go. They're going to play encore. Go-go they're going to be playing that go-go. They're going to be wilding out. And I think and I think that's the kind of environment Lamar needs because, you know, sports is about getting over humps. And um, this just seems like a year that Lamar's there. there's the hill, and you're right there. You so you're banking on that and getting over the hump. I think there's something I mean, yeah. I'm not talking yeah. about. I think that Ravens defense is for real. That it front is. seven they got with Ray, uh, Roquan Smith mm. and then boys up front, uh, Michael Pierce, mm. man, they are stout up front. Hamilton they got corners. 
Look, man, I'm telling you that that defense that and Lamar's gonna do what he's gonna do. He's gonna need some help from that defense, though. But that defense is really good. Mike McDonald is one of the better young defensive minds in the league. Um, and he's gonna be knocking on a head coaching uh door here soon. So I think that Ravens defense is gonna have something to say. Whoever comes up to uh to play them in the playoffs, they're gonna be really good. They're gonna be a tough out. Spence, Can I answer a question? Hold up, Spence, oh, you bad. had something. Oh, no. I mean, I was agreeing with everybody, man. Y'all done set it up because you're right about the defense. But then, like, what what Russ was saying about the offense, about the Ravens, man, is different. Like, I think the belief is that Lamar really can't throw. But I think we've seen this year that he can. And I think we've seen that because he does have an OBJ when he's healthy. He does have, you know, um, like, he he has a better core group of receivers this year versus – now, we're used to – I agree with Poe. You're right. We are used to seeing uh, Patrick Mahomes win. But guess what? We're used to seeing him win. And now he doesn't even have somebody as good as Juju Smith-Schuster on his right. Yeah. Like, they're struggling to pass the ball, bro. Like, they're struggling. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, when when you're talking about the playoffs again, That's and you're right, ball. Lamar Jackson hasn't shown it because I don't think he's had the right pieces around him to do so. Now, I think he does. And I think Patrick Mahomes doesn't. Like, he's still got 87. 87 is going to be 87. But I think the way the NFL is, is playing 87 and Patrick Mahomes together is different the same way you're talking about how they switch up on on uh Lamar. So I just I really do, man. I think I think the Ravens, man, if if yes. it ain't the Bills, yeah. if it ain't the Bills, it's gonna to me. I'm seeing I, it's, it's the Ravens. I guess being there in 20 was it 2020 when they we played the Ravens at home in the playoff game. We smacked being them, there yeah. and seeing I mean we didn't smack him, but Lamar didn't no, do anything and he actually hurt. He I, they're seeing him drive down and throw the pick in that moment to Taryn in a situation where you don't have to throw it, then I get to go watch them play us play in Baltimore again. And I'm watching Lamar throw two picks, one in the end zone to Jordan when you really can't throw a pick. It, it makes me feel like when the when the chips are down and you're gonna need a drive when in the, in a playoff type scenario, that Lamar's just not gonna get it done throwing the football. And so I, I, I'm not saying he can't throw the football. He can. He's one, one of the better arm talents, I think, in, in the NFL, top 10 at least. And so, I, but I just don't think when the chips are down that he's going to be able to, I think he falters when it, when it counts. And and I think we've seen that. We've seen that happen in the last couple of years. So I, I uh, two years prior, because he didn't play last year in the playoffs. But yeah. no, I um, think, well, I think that's fair. Like, but again, yeah. I, I just think the, the biggest difference about that is when you look mm-hmm. at years past is that the talent that they put around him and the scheme, you're talking about a Greg yeah. Roman scheme that was built to have him run and not have the type of weapons to throw it anyways. Now you have an OBJ who can create, we saw OBJ in the Super Bowl last time mm-hmm. when he was with the Rams. We saw what he did before that ACL mm-hmm. injury. And then you, you look at Zay Flowers, man, I would love to have a Zay Amazing. Flowers on this Buffalo Bills roster. Are you kidding mm. me? So I mean like just the, the, the talent that he has around him now, I just think it's different and we're seeing Lamar Jackson win games differently now we haven't seen him really go out there and win it with his arm like we have this season so i just i got a different type of belief in him this year for it and like i said i'm with you i think i hope the bills stay on this upswing and i hope the chips fall the way that they're supposed to when the bills get in and then we just go ahead and demolish everybody once we get into the tournament and that's that but 
you know, the way I see it going, if the playoffs started today, the Bills are not in it. I'm going with I'm going with the Ravens. So there's two games to back up. Uh, there's two games that I want to point out that backs up uh the what we think about Lamar Jackson. So we talk about Lamar Jackson in late game situations. Um, I don't know if you guys watched the Ravens at the Colts maybe four or five weeks ago. Lamar Jackson had to lead him down to to um the game winning drive, got sacked on second down, had to make a play on third down, and he made it. Um, and then we talk about the one against the uh, the the Rams, where hey, he made some big time plays through the game winning touchdown pass uh, to Zay Flowers, and that's the that's the maturation that that you know mm-hmm. we talk about. Like if you if you took a snapshot of Lamar Jackson, the, you know, a couple years ago, you'd be like, yeah, he's not clutch. But you look at him now, he is a complete quarterback running a, a NFL offense, actually. Mm-hmm. And he's got guys that make plays. And so that makes him alone dangerous. And I don't know if you guys seen the against the Jaguars where he's scrambling around and he throws one up to uh, Isaiah Likely that, to get to the five yards. Crazy. He is just, he's all, he is just doing his what he's supposed to do. That's all I want. Can say. I piggyback? Can I piggyback off of that though? And I was gonna say, along with that, you know, a great quality of a good quarterback is making players better. And Mark Andrews went down and he's a top. He's a top three tight end. It might be two yeah. in the league because after Travis, not many people better than Mark Andrews. Boom was going to stand up. Um, but Isaiah Likely has stepped in, and we know, and you know, we all like, to, I don't know about y'all, but y'all know Sterling, you know, we love the draft. So we're following this kid. We know he's a, a great tight end talent. Lamar is able to get this kid to start playing better. And I, I just think it's a big difference when you have the weapons, you have a scheme that's built around your ability. And like, like, uh, like Sterling was saying, it's growth too. So, I like, Poe, you're yeah. not wrong. I think what we have, what we're just seeing here is, is we're seeing a, a divide of just can you do it? Will you do it? Because now no, you're saying you can do it. it. Same thing with that. Same, same thing with that. It always comes yeah. He's exact same thing with that. Same, I don't think that, that can do it. I don't think that that can do but it. Can, can can I, oh, I was going to ask y'all this because I have a theory, and, and Sterling, you know how I am with theories. Uh, so, it is a theory of mine that it is hard to win multiple games in a row in the NFL. Most of you would agree, uh, which is one reason why I believe the Cowboys also lost to you guys is because it's hard to beat six NFL teams in a row. And when the sixth one you play is actually very talented, they might bust all you. So like the Bengals last year, when you get on a roll like the Bills are, once the playoff starts, do you still have faith that they're going to be able to win? Because at that point, it'll be how many games in a row you'd have to win, like seven, eight. It depends on how you look at the how the team looks at the games. Yeah, Our, this Bills team looks at every game as a one and zero. That we are one and zero, and now we're going we're zero and zero starting Tuesday. So like, the, and it's the, a lot of I think it's a lot of coach speak too though because I mean these guys that always speak. But I'll say this: it's all coach speak. But I, I but you need yeah. it. It's co- some yeah. coach speak is needed because in the locker room you have to think like Poe's thinking. I'm just thinking from the outside perspective of we've seen this with a lot of teams that get hot, make a run, and then it's like. How they all of a sudden lose, and it's like, dude, they've won seven games in a row. You know what I'm saying? They've won. They but like, but y'all are stuck in a situation where you have to do it. A la the 2007 Giants. So let me they make a Giants. case for the let me make a case for the Buffalo Bills real quick before we get out of here. Um, Daquan Jones coming back is going to be huge. Uh, you know, Ed Oliver has been playing like a top three defense attack on the league. Now you finally have a, a cornerback who can be physical, uh, Rasul Douglas and Christian Benford. Okay. Now, when you look at the Ravens, so it's all about matchups. The Ravens don't match up well against the Bills for their style of play on defense. 
you the Ravens don't have that bell cow running back that's going to pound it between the tackles. But now the Bills have kind of fortified the defensive line. So I'm and I'm saying that expecting Daquan Jones to be back by the end by the Miami game and he's going to be full form. It's just a pectoral. It's not like he's got to you know get conditioned right. He's he's ready to go. But the that team is facing the Bills. They feed right into the Bills' strengths. Um, and he, he's going to do – it's going to be a good test for Lamar Jackson. He's going to have to look at the defense, kind of like what they served up to Dak, changing the script, pre and post snap, showing one coverage and then being in another. I think that's – it was the same thing last year when, when the Bills went up to uh, – Baltimore Spence, you were there at that game. You saw it with mm-hmm. your own two eyes. Um, I, I just, I'm not saying that the Bills are going to win, but what I'm saying is, I think if if there's any team in the AFC that can give the Ravens a fit, it's the Buffalo Bills. I, no, I, 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 I'm agreeing. I think if the Buffalo Bills make the playoffs, I agree with what Paul said earlier and what everybody mm-hmm. is saying. I think if the Bills make the playoffs in the AFC, I, I think nobody wants to play us. I think we're built to beat everybody in the AFC you and I, I don't think that I'm not saying it like you saw what we did to the Chiefs we won by yeah, three right. so I'm not saying it like we blew them out but I don't even think that game we really played a to the best of our no a win is a win but I'm saying like I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm I'm smacking on them I'm saying we won but you know but I still think if we were to play them again I would be confident in that game you know mm-hmm. and then you know you talk about us when we play against other teams that are good I feel confident in that man I think I think we're the top teams in it I'm not worried about Miami like even if they beat us week 18 they're not going to because then we're out but I'm saying like we're I'm not worried about Miami you see what I'm saying like we're yeah. He is. He is. We we destroy Miami most of the time that we played them. I'm not worried about them. What I'm worried about is Sean McDermott. That's what I've been worried about. Let's <laughs> say it again. That's what I've been worried about. All of you? Not, is it all of you? Is it everybody? All of you? Is not, all, not all, all of you? Not all Everybody? Does, all, does no. everybody hate Sean McDermott? That you, no, I don't. Argument? See, I don't hate Sean. I like Sean, and I want Sean to. I want Sean to succeed. I have trust issues with Sean. Because what he's shown me time and time again over the course of our relationship since he's gotten to Buffalo is that when it comes to big moments and big games, he does not make the best call for the team. And then he also has shown me that he just he makes these boneheaded decisions to to either like he, he removes confidence from his best players in the biggest moments of the biggest games. And I hate that person. Mm. So pro might, Poe might disagree point. with me on that. Uh, I don't know how Sterles feels on that, but to me, that's how I view him. And going into this stretch, I think the Buffalo bills are on an upswing actually to, to your question too. I think we started to get hot at the right time. I think previously like the, the, uh, the hell Murray year, I uh-huh. think we got uh-huh. hot just a little bit too early. That, that was maybe like three or four games earlier. I think right now, after the Eagles game, that you get that bye, you got that fresh wind. I think the Buffalo Bills are, are getting hot at the right time yep. to do what they need to do. I just worry about Sean. Yeah, Sean McDermott is is a reason for concern. But I have to give Sean credit for the last two games. Uh, he's had these guys ready to play schematically, yes. and he it really hasn't. They haven't really had to put him in situ, situational football where he's had to kite, get that muscle going. But he's look, he's got these dudes ready to play. So I I. I Echo the same sentiment as you do. I don't trust him, but man, I just want to hope that they can get over the hump. Like I don't want to see Josh Allen get the get get a lead, and then all of a sudden the defense blows it because of a stupid, you know, zero blitz. Like I, I can't, I can't live with myself if I see that again. <laughs> I, I'd want to say with the like the Sean thing. I just think that there's more good 
than bad that he's had in those situations. We just really only look at the bad. We've looked at like the Hail Murray, the 12 men on the field, the the 13 seconds. We, there's like five, six play situations where we've looked at with Sean that we microscope and we don't look at the rest of the situation. So I, I, I'm not on that McDermott train. I think he's a he gets us to a top six, top four situation every year. And so I just you fire someone, you get a coach with carousel here. I'm not I'm not on that wave, but Bills are winning Super Bowl. We get to the playoffs. So can I just can I just justify that for one second though? Because I, I really don't magnify that. I've been I've been a big Sean McDermott supporter for multiple years. And this is the first year that I've come out in support of moving on from him after the season is over. I don't magnify the, the 12 men on the field or all those other moments. I look at how long he's been a head coach, how many years he's made the playoffs, and then how we've exited. I know you're gonna lose some games. I'm not talking about losing. Some years it's just not your year, you're gonna lose. I don't I don't fault him for the Texans loss. Mm. It just wasn't your year. I get that. But the way you lose in the playoffs, that 13 seconds last year, the way you lost to the Bengals. That I'm talking about playoffs. I'm not talking about mm -hmm. 12 men on the field against the Denver Broncos week nine or whatever it is during the season. I'm talking about you got beat down 27 to 10 in the playoffs at home in Orchard Park against the Bengals when all you talk about is how home field advantage and, and Bills Mafia and all this stuff mm -hmm. is supposed to be your strength. That's what I'm talking about. And and he we haven't done it. We've regressed in the playoffs, man. We made it to the AFC Championship once, and we ain't been back since. And I think we have the talent to do it. Mm -hmm. If it ain't the talent, then what is it? I mean, the Bengals were better than us last year, and we were tired. <laughs> that way, we the players were tired. I mean, and then previously, thirteen seconds, and then previously, the Chiefs were better. Like we've lost to better teams three of the four years. We were better than the Chiefs. I don't when we know lost if I agree with that, seconds. though. The I, Bengals I, were better, a better football I, team than us last year at that this? time of the season. Go ahead, Russ. I have a hypothetical. I have a hypothetical for Bills Mafia coming straight out of Texas. So let's say you do lose. You're mad. You're angry. I got two words, one name. Greatest ever, Bill Belichick. Y'all trying to go straight? Nah, we, I'm good. He's too old. I'm straight. I'm I'm good on well, Big I mean, Bill. He ain't got. He doesn't have to be the GM. He could just be. Nah, the I, I, don't, I don't want no part of that dude. I don't, I don't, I don't want no part of that dude, man. Him. No, I, I, the Bills, there's just like, here's, you know, and, and we're going to wrap up here. Um, there's this always, not saying you're saying this, Poe, but there's always an excuse as to why we don't get over the hump, you know, and, and you got to prove it, man. Like last year, they were better than the Bengals. They could have beat the Bengals. Like, are we kidding? Could have uh, beat the, the Bengals and better are not the same thing. And we were not a better football team last year. Bro, the they had, they had, every, you, you got the second best quarterback in the league. You had everything you needed to beat the Bengals. You had everything you needed to beat the Chiefs both mm -hmm. times in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Maybe not the you first time in the AFC you Championship, didn't. you got, you got destroyed. But the Bills, I mean, you look at statistically, they were like tops. Top three in the league in, in most categories. Like we didn't have a we just can't game. make excuses. Just, we just we, can't we make excuses. They had Joe Mixon, and we didn't have that great of a run defense, and we didn't have a running game. And until we, until now, they, like if we go on the road now, being on the home and going on the road, if we were on the road now, nobody wants to play this Bills team. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Though that Bengals team last year was a better football team at that point in the year than we were. And we were run down from everything that happened last year at that point. We were out of juice. And so when I when I look at what team was better at that point, we've not been better than three of the teams that we've lost to in the playoffs. And we were better once and we lost because we were 13 seconds. We were 13 seconds away from winning it. Go ahead, Spence. 
whose fault is it that the team isn't the best? Everybody's. GM. No, whose job does that come down to? GM, coach, players. Like, yeah. hey, I'm talking about the best at that moment. Do we have the pieces? We have the pieces, yeah. Did we hit a stride at some point in that last I just, year where we were winning? Go ahead, I'm listening. Where we were winning, like, close games, and we were winning. We were squeaking by some games. We had a, a snowstorm where we had to go travel for away games, and we pulled out that one at the end of the game because of Josh's heroics. Like, I'm not saying that we weren't a good team last year. We just weren't better than the Bengals at that point in the season. They had been on a ro- They had been on a roll at the end of last year, the Bengals have, and they have – one of the best receiving okay. in football. So I just. No, you're right. So th- this is what I'll say. And so the reason why I asked whose job is it in Buffalo, Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean work in tandem. They, we know the way that the, it works in Buffalo is not like it works in every other city. Sean McDermott is basically an extension of Brandon Bean and vice versa. They work in tandem for the major decisions of this team and the way it goes. I, right. We all know that. Right. How many years are these two in tandem going to get an excuse for not getting it done in the playoffs? Like at some point you have to go sit back and say, okay, we're good enough to get to the playoffs. I'm not mad at that. I'm not saying that these guys suck. I'm happy that this is my head coach and this is my GM because of where we are. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is if you want to get to that next step, they've proven where they can get us. They've proven it to us now for what, six years? They've shown us that they can get us to the playoffs. They've shown us that they can win the AFC East, but they've also shown us that now for two years in a row, we can't get out the divisional round of the playoffs. They've also shown me that we can't get back to the AFC championship. They've also shown me that when it comes to, like, I'm just saying, like, this they is what showed you that we can get to the AFC championship. They've shown you that we once, can I'm win saying we can't get back in the AFC championship. We got there. And, and they've shown you that we can get to the Super Bowl, really, if you want to, if you, if we talk about the 13 seconds that we can get to, whether or not winning the Super Bowl, that, that's a step that we haven't seen yet. But we've shown that they, he's shown that they can get us to the Super Bowl. They've shown us that, they've shown us that in some years they're not going to get there. Only one, two teams get to get to the Super Bowl. Only four teams get to get to the AFC and the NFC championship. Right. And so, like, right. if we keep firing coaches because they're not getting us to where, like, at some point, we can't just get on a coaching you're, carousel. We've got Bro, you're saying keep firing coaches. You've become a Bills fan, and the only time you've been a Bills fan, Sean McDermott has been the coach the entire time. You haven't known another head coach in Buffalo since Sean McDermott. If, it's if, not if we're not going through cycles. It I'm saying it's if, if you fire your head coach, the next step, unless he gets to a Super Bowl or gets to a good spot in the playoffs, is a carousel of coaches. And that'll come and go and come and go. We've seen I'm that. Not, but, but no one is suggesting – nobody is suggesting suggesting to, to go from one coach to another than every two years fire and hire a new coach. I'm not saying that at all. There's quality coaches that you can hire that you can actually still maintain the foundation that Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean has put but get these guys to go to the next level. I'm not saying we got to go every year from having this and now all of a sudden because we want to move on from Sean that we go to being the team that sucks, that can't even make the playoffs, so we need to I'm fire somebody every two years. Bringing in somebody new to try and have this system with Josh and and what we got going on here is not proven. It's not. It has. It, I like, mean, proven. I'd like to, to get us to a spot. I'd like to. And, I'd like to. I'd like to say that actually it has been proven because the Cowboys did it. The Cowboys had a Cowboys. team that I, I'm. I'm not saying that you are the Cowboys, but I'm saying you have a team that in this situation is is underachieving because what people think of is the coach is fault. 
and we stuck with our coach way too long, but we switched. And, and like what you're saying is you probably want to change philosophy, but we switched and we got Mike, Mike uh, McCarthy and people thought, oh, it's not going to work, but it actually has worked pretty well. And uh, I honestly think that and, and to argue know, that you guys have gotten to the same spot with Mike McCarthy as you were getting with Garrett. Like it doesn't look as pretty with with uh, Mike McCarthy. He's in a good spot. He gets a good record in the regular season. But you guys are getting to the same spot. And now when Mike gets fired because because he's not getting you to the Super Bowl after you lose this year to the Niners, he's going to get fired. I, I, I'll, they, I'll say this. I'll say this though about the spots. Jason Garrett. It took him a long time to get into the playoffs. Number one, because we lived with eight and eight chaos for so long. And then when he got there, 2014 was the one year that we got there. Des caught it, but it was the one year that we got there. <laughs> and other than that, we other than that, we floated around complaining. And I'm not saying that y'all just complaining. I'm saying that and I told Sterling this. We the same thing you guys are saying without as good of results. We haven't been. We didn't go to a conference championship. But I'm saying the same things that y'all have. Well, sometimes the coach does game plan really well for some opponents, but when the big games come up, we lose. We have all this talent. We have guys, Jason Witten, all-time tight end, uh, Des Bryant, and all, all, everybody's going to remember him as a receiver. You had Tony Romo. You had you had everything. You had everything you needed to win, and you just didn't get it done. And but you, and, and you're telling me about, like, how far it went. I don't, Mike McCarthy's been here, what, two years? Three years, two, two, three years. I think that this, this I think I thought it was his third. Yeah, it's his third. third. So, I don't know what you're talking. so forget, but it's third. But in his third year, if you look up both of it, I believe he's he's done better. Uh, it looks better, and it's just I and he didn't start with a guy. He didn't start with a, a Tony Romo. I mean, Dak was there, but Dak was nowhere uh, when he started with this like Tony Romo. Tony Romo was lighting it up. I'm a Tony Romo guy, but I just and, I just think that they married. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I thought you were done with you. Go. I'm sorry. No, no, that, that was just my point. I was just trying to make the point of they just that's why I think they mirror each other. The situation, the talent, everything. Because at that time the Cowboys could beat anybody, but they just weren't. You know what I'm saying? Like they just they were in the same position as y'all. Y'all shouldn't be y'all and y'all would agree with me. You sh- should not be seven and seven. Any seven and seven? Eight and six. Eight and six. Mm, yeah. Eight and six. Eight and six. Y'all should be eight and six. Y'all should be eleven, twelve, one team. Like y'all should be that. He and don't get me choir. wrong. I'm not, and I'm not, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I want Sean McDermott fired. What I'm saying is I would be completely okay with a, a new voice in Western New York. But at the same time, this is what I said earlier, and I said it on a different, a different pod. I'm perfectly like, look, the, the Bills are, like I just said, getting hot at the right time. I feel like later in the season, after a, a bye week late that we normally don't get, the Bills normally, we get a bye week in that first seven weeks, eight weeks of the season normally, which I think when you have an older roster plays into it. I think that extra week Mm -hmm. towards the end kind of get refreshed. I think the bills, I think the article plays into things. I think guys are rallying around Sean McDermott right now. All the guys that's been here as a foundational part of the team, they think about how Sean McDermott has treated them in personal moments because he's loved them as more than players. So look, the team is all in on McDermott right now. I am not pounding the table to fire Sean McDermott. I am not. What I'm saying is at the end of this year, if we make the playoffs and things don't work, who else? We can't blame another coordinator. And we have to be realistic. At some point, you can't keep saying we want to be championship caliber when you keep doing the same thing. We make it to the same place and then we come back and say, well, we'll upgrade here. And then at some point we got to win one, man. Like you can't. Bill Belichick has been there for however many years because he kept winning. 
I think the only other guy that is still surprising to me, but they just don't fire people is the Steelers. They don't they don't <laughs> fire people. But yeah. he got his one. He got his one. Mm-hmm. But at and some he, point, as a fan base, Mike and they Tomlin are tired of Mike Tomlin. No, the fan base, the fan base, I'm not, they get tired the of not winning. The don't make the decision. I'm talking about the organization. They get rid of him. And so, like, there's not much. And Mike Tomlin's different. They don't really get to that place every year since since Ben. But there's not much further to go up for the Bills. I mean, there's a couple. There's two more games to win, or one more game to win, or or three more two. games to win. It's not. It's not like much further you can go up. And and I do think a part of the blame is on the players. The players have to play well in these games, and they have to they have to produce. They have to. And part of the blame is on the coaches. I just I'm not. He Sean McDermott is 21 and five in the last three seasons in December and January, and those three and three of those five losses were in the playoffs and one of them was the Buccaneers game against Brady where we came back and so like it's really hard for me to say somebody that closes December and January like he does is needs to be fired you know I get it so we're gonna wrap this up uh this has been a a fantastic dialogue so I'm gonna give you guys an opportunity to plug your socials and any work you got going on Russ we'll start with you Poe and then uh, Spence will end with you and then we'll get up out of here you already know it's sports plug Russ. You can find me at Big Thirty The Truth on all your social media platforms. Uh, SP Climb, SP Climb R three, whatever it is. Um, and I also look for Sports Plug Clothing Company. That is me, Sports Plug Clothing Co. You know what I'm saying? Live for more than dying. <laughs> Jpo Na on Twitter and Chop Up every Thursday. Spence. CEO Spence. Go Bills. Go Bills. <laughs> Go Bills. <laughs> Go Bills. <laughs> yeah, we already know about Spence. But, yeah, let's go on. In a, you got the script. Uh, I got the flu. So, we definitely getting up out of here. So, uh, <laughs> hey, Bill's going to beat them Chargers <laughs> up this weekend. And we need the Cowboys to go ahead and take care of them yeah. Dolphins for you. Do but whatever job. you guys decide to do, man, make sure you spend it with your families. It's Christmas time. Be safe. Live in peace. And we up out of here. I need it up front. Can't tell me, cause I do what I want Self-made everything, you know we gon' stun You know that we eat and it's looking like lunch So I tell them that I need it up front Can't tell me, cause I do what I want Self-made everything, you know we gon' stun You know that we eat and it's looking like lunch So I tell them that I need it Everything around my whole team, though. You ain't getting money, you niggas ain't never seen, though. Tell me where the cash at, I tell you where the stash at. I've been getting to it so long, been having flashbacks. I can't do that.